will be at Skinner. Awesome. Nice. Excellent. Good deal, man. Well, I appreciate you being on, buddy. Yep. All right. I'll see you later, man. All right, buddy. Take care, man. man. Awesome. I didn't realize he was going to be at Skinner. That's cool. What time is it? Is it fucking like 1030? 1030. 1030. Oh, okay. We're fine. Yeah. That is rough for Kurt. Unless you're at an event. Then he'll go for a couple more hours. <laughs> as long as you got chips, right? He's usually looking for chips about this time. Yes, or popcorn, you know, something. Or he's asking for popcorn. I got to get more. I, I got to go by Sam's yeah. and get some more bait before Skinner's. He's <laughs> yeah, in there pretty good. Some more bait for Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Damn it, that's perfect. <laughs> So yeah, that sounds like a great time. Electric line at the three D at the Juno. Yeah. I do think I need to spend a little bit more time down there this year. He wasn't buying on what I was saying. I'm like, I found some intel, guys. These RC plane lab guys were telling me it's like this is the fucking best thing ever. I'm like, well, if you really think that's the best part of Juno, you need to hang out with us. (laughs) But yeah, we will definitely be at your event. Yep. Sweet. Yep. No, I'm I'm in on that for sure. And the fact that Jay hasn't gone, that's a little bit of a disturbing. We gotta get that done. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's gonna yeah, see one of those uh, comp RF F one hundreds and he's gonna understand why I'm in on those so damn much. Dude, dude, I have nothing against those. Dude, you you don't realize yeah. they're so awesome. Yeah, it's just I can uh, I can build four airplanes for what I was gonna say. <laughs> like I could pay off my house for what the damn Hang thing on. You were trying to talk me into it the other day. You're like, it's only <laughs> six grand. <laughs> yeah, it's your money. Yeah, without the landing <laughs> or the airframe, yeah, yeah, or the engine, your... or the servos. <laughs> it's just money. a fiberglass totally shell. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't you talking know, about yeah, my money. It's <laughs> it's just a fiberglass shell. No big deal. <laughs> Right, dude, it, it, it's all relative when it's your money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, something that I don't know if we spoke. Speaking of scale jets, I don't know if we talked about this in the last show, but Andreas has posted some pictures of the F four that he's working on, and I don't know if it's fifth mm-hmm. or quarter scale, but it's big. Andreas, who? Um, uh, uh, the Compark. Yeah, uh, got Compark. Andreas Keats. Yep. Got it. Um. Yeah. Have you guys? He's got some badass photos of the. It's massive. The F4 that they're building is awesome. Yeah. There it is. I know I've showed uh, Matt and Clay, but there's pictures from a company called Wind RC that I've been looking at, which is they're over in China. They do uh, a lot of composite jets. And matter of fact, they had a uh, a Russian SU. It's like a SU-34. And there's oh, literally the one a video. You sent us today? <laughs> yes. There's oh. a video of one of the workers climbing up on top of the thing right to drill here. a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's that is insane. Huge, dude. That is nuts. The SU 34 is a massive jet anyway. Yeah, right. So, well, but this is going to yeah, take like all- twin 300s or something. I mean, it's going to be huge oh, turbines at, at least. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a RC airplane with a man literally climbing on top of it. 
Right. Yeah, that's nuts. And like walking around, not just like climbing on top of it to like show <laughs> it's strong. Like, no, like I got to get to the other you gotta side. You got to take the hatch off and get the <laughs> turban underneath it. Yeah, that's just nuts. That that blows my mind, man. That's insane. Yeah. I wonder what something yeah. like that weighs. I'm not sure. Uh, man, I don't think they mentioned what the final weight of that one is going to be. I've looked at some of their videos. They have some neat stuff, man. But uh, I don't yeah. know much about them. I just followed them on Facebook. And... Oh, holy crap. They got a test flight on YouTube, too. Yeah. What's it running? Four and a half meter wingspan. Oh, twin, holy twin, oh, Lord. Twin four fifty. And it's got 129 <laughs> kilograms takeoff weight. So, what, 250 Damn. pounds? Yeah, 129. Yeah, what's 129? Uh, I think it might be closer to 300. Um, no, that's not going to be quite 300, but it is 284 uh, pounds. Yep. Yeah, 284 oh, sorry. pounds. I was off 20. Sorry. Yeah. 16. Can't fly it. Details matter. Yeah. <laughs> Two, Holy cow. Yeah. It Damn. Looks like- <laughs> Good God. <laughs> yeah, I, it's impressive. Uh, it's, it's sad we can't fly stuff. Hey, like look, that he missed here, the runway. Impressive. Huh, I'm not the only oh, one. The reason we can't fly stuff like that in the U.S. <laughs> is because of like, people the miss the runway. Because of guys like Matt can't yeah. the runway. <laughs> yeah, or you got guys like the uh, <laughs> the deal going on in Oklahoma City that Kirk, uh, the other Kirk, sent us. <laughs> Pictures of <laughs> the, oh. the drones were dropping stuff everywhere today. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So there's a deal going on in Oklahoma City right now. Apparently, drones are dropping dildos in random places. It's mainly in more, Oklahoma City. But yes, yeah. There's one stuck to the water tower in <laughs> Moore. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, adult adult yeah. toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is today. Like this is current news. <laughs> yep, that's pretty. So that's why we can't. That's why you can't have cool shit here. It's because shit like that happens, <laughs> and the government's like, "You guys are really fucked up. We can't. You know, we can't do this." But obviously, you can do that with a four pound drone. What's that got to do with my airplane? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just does. <laughs> it just does. It just does. I mean, I don't know. How's the sunrise? How's the positive tracker and in a Plymouth work? I don't know, man. It just does. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. That is funny, though. All right. I know I sent you guys something else. That's so, the Taba receiver or the transmitter. 32MZ WC yeah, well, edition. Well, and there, and there was a receiver and then a DLPH2. Oh, I missed that. Hold on a minute and I'll pull it up. Yep. DLPH2. I didn't see that. What's the difference? Did you read it? Look at uh, it. will run on a single receiver. I don't really know the reason, but, hmm. and then also <laughs> you can connect a gyro to it or something. Um, and then, it says also in response to fastest 26 channel. So I guess they have another, like a, a new fastest protocol that run up to 26 channels. Oh. Um, 
yeah, new communication system, fastest 26. Uh, several new features have been added, such as to translate. That's obviously a Japanese to English translation. Taba, hang on. And then the 7314, which I don't know what's special about the 7314. That still is a 14-channel receiver, but maybe it has uh, 26 S-Bus channels, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Hang on, I'm looking. I thought that deal was to just take the power away from the receiver. It is. You know, like a, a distribution type thing. It is the DLPH one, but it you had to have two receivers plugged into the DLPH one, and the two. I didn't think you had to have both. Oh, I see. I thought you did because it's true redundancy. You could unplug one and it would work. So oh, the okay. only th the only thing that made a difference was which one you got telemetry out of had to be in receiver one, but or and they had to be bound in the right order, but it would run on one. Uh, at least well. The did. That's the same thing for any of the Futaba stuff. Like, yeah, you only get telemetry off of receiver one. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing was is like you had to have them plugged in the right ports and bound in the right order. But otherwise, I mean, it would run off of one receiver. Uh, as yeah. far as I'm aware. Um, I have a re have a related uh, hmm. uh, experience. But the, uh, just quickly, the avian receivers, the Spectrum avian receivers, if you hook up eight of them together, you'll only be able to get telemetry off of one. Uh, ESC, you mean, right? Uh, yeah, ESC. I didn't mean receiver. You're right. ESC. If you hook up eight ESCs to one receiver of the avian type, you'll only get telemetry we're, off we're, of one. We're talking about quality stuff that doesn't brown out all the time. That's you mother... <laughs> Well, see, we're going to really start a brand war because we got Jason in here that's Team JR. And then no, he's, so ju he's just lost, though. That's all that is. You're flying, Spectrum. Just confused. <laughs> yeah. He's just drunk. That's all he is. Like, he just hadn't found his way yet either. Clay finally saw wow. the light, came over to the Futaba side, and then I saw a brighter light and went somewhere else. <laughs> So you're like the the bugs, the mosquito that follows the light. Hey, I'm the moth, <laughs> moth to the flame, moth. man. Right. Let's oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, but so we got a pretty good. Uh, we could have a pretty good brand war going on here pretty quick with all the different. Uh, hey, everybody flies something good. different. Hey, guys, that's a great thing because you can talk to each other about like this shit doesn't work here. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And well, if you get that type of dialogue going. You can literally drive up the ability to say, hey, this isn't working. These guys have it together and vice versa. And then, you know, the next thing you know, all of a sudden, accidentally, <laughs> the Spectrum one works in the way that you wanted it to. Right. It's it does it doesn't hurt to have it competition's a good thing. Oh yeah. And actually especially Absolutely. when you got a when you have a voice 
like this massive podcast that we're like 16 people are listening to. I would say all seven people are listening to. I think more people are listening to this than you think. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you have that, uh, you have that ability to tell them it's like, yeah, this sucks or this is great. And then this sucks on another side. Basically what I'm saying is, it never hurts to have a bunch of it, – it, it's fantastic that we're having this conversation. That there's five guys – or, well, four now because Kurt ran out of popcorn. <laughs> that everybody, everybody's using something different. It's a good, it's a good thing because you right. don't compare. It's like, well, my shit doesn't do that. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just so much easier. To get to the point, I was speaking while we're on this. Um, the other day, I was made aware. Actually, Donhawk was the one that told me this. Um, that uh, the servo sync technology with the JR stuff is not exclusive to JR. Yeah, and I did not know that. Huh. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, How did you make that work? As long as you're using pulse width modulation, it it doesn't care. Huh. Yeah, so that's good to do. You do not have to use Xbus or the JR version of Xbus, Futaba's S bus. You don't have to use that serial technology to get that that um uh, servo sync to work together so you could completely take JR servos run them through the servo sync and connect it to a Futaba radio it works perfectly or, a high t- <laughs> or any radio FR Sky whatever nice okay that's uh, yeah. kind of good to know that's uh, that's honestly a game changer in my mind um, because I think that's that's one area that JR is really excelled at is in their servo tech in my book. Their servo tech is incredible. Um, yeah, they're not scared to change stuff just because you know. Well, we got these many servos that are going to be obsolete if we change it. They're they just keep changing. They keep pushing. Which is a, something that that's Futaba's downfall. Is they do they will say, well, we got two years worth of production going, and we're going to have to um, not be able to change this because we got all this production going that we have to change. And now Jr. They'll literally just hit the stop button. It's like, nope, we're not making this anymore. We're making this because it's the best thing we can make. Yeah. Well, and so many people that I've talked to have said the same thing and that the trim steps on JR servos are so fine that you actually have to reduce the trim steps in your transmitter in order to get the plane to fly straight. You know, like standard, I think default on most brands 
uh, like Futaba, for example, is a one to 10 scale and the default's like five. I think the same thing for Spectrum for that matter. Yeah, I think you're and, right. Uh, and JR, uh, the guys are having to reduce their trim steps down to one just to, to trim the airplane out because it's the servers are holding that, that fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I had, to, I had to do that on my uh, Skywing that I got from the, the plane in uh, St. Louis yep. when we thought it was a well, not it was Rolla. Close enough. <laughs> well, and then when you got those, uh, what do you got, 8911s in the uh, laser? I remember you saying something that you had to do the Oh, same yeah. Thing when I, it was real obvious on that one. But it actually, yeah. I actually did it on the little one, and it made a difference, too. But, mm -hmm. the, yeah, the 8912s okay. on the big one. And it, I actually had it. Um, one of my friends was visiting from Christmas, and he was here. He's like, "Why don't you just?" He's an iMac guru. Pretty much just kicked my ass since I've been 18 years old. <laughs> he's like, "Why don't you just turn the trim steps down?" Because I was battling, I could not, I just didn't feel like it was locking in. And then you turn the trim steps down where you literally cannot see the servo move. But in the air, the airplane went from hunt, you know, hunting up, down, left and right to one click and it locked in to where you can mm. fly a quarter of a mile and never touch it. It's insane how good these arrows are. Gotcha. Little, little tricks. Yep. It's a little yeah. stuff like that. But you know, I'll uh, I'll stick to my Potenzas for now. I'm ha I'm really happy with them. Yeah, oh, so honestly, I, I I think those would probably be the same way. Yeah. You actually, you know, while you were saying that, it made me think about possibly doing that with mine to get a little bit more refinement out of them. Um, but uh, I took, uh, so something that I didn't mention earlier, but uh, I took my Flex Edge and finished it up right around Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, took it out and flew it. And that thing's an absolute animal, but it's, I'm running the Potenza servos in it. I'm running 2000 milliamp hour batteries and I flew it with reserve with battery left. I put five flights on it and still had battery left. Um, five flights is probably going to be my personal max, but in a pinch, you could get six out of it. I don't know why you would ever be in a pinch, but, um, to fly a 120cc five flights on a set of 2,000 milliamp hour batteries, to me, is incredible. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that with any other brand of servo. Or none of them that I have used, at least. So they're really efficient. Oh, they're stupid yep. efficient, yeah. They're stupid <laughs> efficient. And so one thing I will say about that, that edge, too, is the tail authority on it is unreal uh jason you need to fly it uh you'll 
you, I think you'll really appreciate the tail authority on it. Uh, but you pull it up into a knife edge and you go to push down elevator to do a negative knife edge push. And you just breathe on the elevator and it's, it's pitching really quickly. It's just a <laughs> stupid amount of tail authority. Uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, hmm. You remember how when uh, I had my Mamba 60 at Rolla and you were you made mention of the, the rudder being so effective? Mm-hmm. This one is probably more effective after it's all said and done. Uh, it's It's something else. I've only that, got a few flights on it, but yeah, it's an animal. That runs down to the to the uh, the servos are extremely e- efficient, but you're also not moving them as much as Jace does. Existence mm. <laughs> wise, you know, like, or like Brian. You know, oh, you mean like, like how many movements per second? Yeah, probably yeah. way less. These kids are pushing it way harder than we ever can, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Which makes the servos even more. You know, like it's just a great yeah. time to be in the hobby. Yeah, I would like not, to see. You're not sitting here wondering like why did it tell blow off my airplane. <laughs> you know these these servos. Now it's literally we're counting down to. Well, I only got six flights out of it instead of four. Right. You know, <laughs> it, or actually the other way around instead of eight. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like the it's so much better than it used to be. Yeah, we're past the point of the plane depart, like disassembling itself in there <laughs> yeah no the plane is never it doesn't matter what brand plane you got what if you got decent servos decent radio it literally comes down to you set it up right it's gonna work yep which that is really definitely, nice definitely important so now, now the scale guys, Jesus, you never know what they're going to come up with. What are you talking about? Fucking some D six forty five and send it. Yeah, you know, they're I'm still going to knock the nickel metal out. battery on it with some high tech D six forty five. Exactly, and it's going to be fine. And an expert NICAD battery to run the whole thing. <laughs> right. I don't know why y'all got to be like that. It'll be fine. <laughs> Because it's true. That's what they do. What's funny is that Matt has a Corsair that he's been dragging his feet on. And he's Listen. got a set of six forty fives for it. <laughs> I had to gather up uh, nine of them to make it work. Uh, it took me a minute. Uh, uh, Don't you have a Sato thirty three for that thing? I damn sure do. <laughs> got it running the other day too. Did you? Yes. Sir, How did, did that go? It runs like a champ. I'd take it over to this, Curtis's house, but it got a little tune up and fired the right 645s off. 645s have the same resolution as a garage door opener. Hey, it'll be perfect for a Corsair <laughs> then. Be like flying scale, man. No, on the flaps, yeah. 
I'll put 5645s on the flaps. Got to have a little more on them, you know. Uh, no more. I'm not talking about torque. I'm talking about resolution. Jesus. <laughs> flaps don't need no resolution. They need torque. Exactly. Like my garage door. That's why they got the 5645. Yeah, yeah I got it. They go down. It'll be fine. Wow. It'll be wow. fine. No, it won't. You know, Jason's not really in this group because he actually has some decent stuff in some of his planes. Well, I might not put 645s in it, but you can be rest assured that I have a cricket and I will be making stickers that look like high-tech 645 and that's what will be stuck on them. Right. <laughs> no, gotcha. So you got JR 8411s in there that can <laughs> break the wing in half. <laughs> Maybe. Gotcha. Actually, that brings me up. Uh, <laughs> didn't you start making the control horns because of Kyle broke one with like the 8955s. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Actually, yes, I did. He <laughs> snapped one and a half. Yeah. The but turbo that, that actually broke the, the G10 horn. Yeah, I believe it would. Yes, we did. But uh, um, the reason why that's happened is he was trying to do the servo sync. And he didn't have that servo going the right direction. It literally snapped the corn right out of the airline. <laughs> but that servo also has 900 ounces of torque. Right. Pulling against another one that has 900 ounces of torque. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> do the math. It just ripped it right out of the thing. The two so, uh, elevator servos on the B-52 are those bluebirds. They're like 740 each. There's two of them yeah. on that elevator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they imagine don't care. Those, imagine those fighting each other. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not going to go well. <laughs> no. You know, they're going to snap that shit in half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that actually got me thinking too, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to call you about this, Don Uncle. Make sure that I'm not missing something. But when I re start refurbishing the uh, the got the big cub I've got. Um, one of the things I'm wanting to do is design my own uh, control horns and cut them out of carbon fiber. And uh, I'm, I'm well, sure I'll have to glue in some like basswood blocks or some plywood blocks or something in there to glue them in and uh, do some trial and error to get the geometry right, to get the dimensions and all right. But uh, I think that'll be a neat little upgrade that I can do myself. So you're reducing yourself to flying a cub. <laughs> no. Cubs are fun. Cubs are great. He's got to recover just, the whole thing first. It ain't flying anywhere yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right, Norm. It's got plenty of time. Don't fucking no, don't it's, fucking it's, bullshit it's like that me. Huey. Oh, hey, if there's yeah, if there's yeah. anybody in this group that likes J3s as much as me, it's you. So don't <laughs> fucking don't talk shit. <laughs> Look, I'm talking <laughs> shit because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're talking oh, shit. Meanwhile, hey. you're over there like, oh, this is fucking oh, great. There's hey. another cub in the group. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. the flat spin. 
Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah. See, Jason Don Hockle is secretly loves J3s. So, <laughs> oh, they're fun as hell. I got one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the flash story got... is epic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, him calling it is what made it epic. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Oh, 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 here it is. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> it ain't coming out of that. <laughs> Maybe. You know what that's called? Experience. Yeah. Say, it, it made half a rotation too many, and he's like, "Oh, there you go." And he's like, well, "I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Yeah, there ain't no fucking way now that's coming out of that. It turns out I was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were absolutely right. Oh man, no, the yeah. Cubs a great idea. Yeah. So, and actually, I've got another one. Um, so, yeah, the Cub is pretty much the next up on my to-do list because it needs to be stripped, recovered. I'm going to make some modifications to it while I'm in there. Um, oh, one of them, a lot of help. One of them being putting a hatch in the top so that I can get to the wing bolts easier. Um. And then I'm going to put a couple of tow releases on them. And then I've got another project. I actually owned this airplane once before, but I'm going to pick it back up. And it is a, I don't know what glider it is, but it's a big damn glider. Um, <laughs> and Jason's already been, uh, Jason Hill has already, in my mind, been volunteered for uh, helping me <laughs> with something. Okay. So, the, the wings have not been stored properly in their foam core wings that uh, the sheeting is all messed up on them. Oh, so you can make new wings for it. I'm going to make new wings for it. Yeah. And I, I'm Run trying to decide run. between <laughs> do I talk to to Jason Hill and say, Hey, um, please cut me some wing <laughs> cores out of foam. Or do I uh, draw the wings in fusion and laser cut the ribs and do built up wings? I haven't decided yet. Oh, so. no. Fuck that. Make Jason um, cut you some fucking course. Yeah. All day. It's way yeah. easier. I uh, so don't even have to cut him. He's not wrong, but if you... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of ways to do it, too. We can do it on the yeah. CNC, or if you just cut the ribs, we can just... I've got a hot wire bow, too. We could go around the ribs. Yeah, Either way. All you need, all you need yeah. is the inner, and the inner rib and the outer rib. Yep. So... These are pretty simple wings. They're, I mean, they're constant cord. Uh, oh, that's yeah. easy. No, yeah, those are those foam. are super easy. Foam yeah. all day. All yeah, day. and uh, the other thing is, it's missing an elevator and a rudder. But uh, I think that's pretty easy to, for me to to mock up in fusion and then turn around and laser cut it. Um, and I'll really? probably not do foam on those. I'll probably just laser cut some ribs and just do it that way. So they're not big surfaces. I can have them laser cut here at the house pretty quick. You're laser so, cutting a tail on a cub? No, no, no. <laughs> on the glider. No, the cub's ready to go. The cub needs recovered. And the oh, engine's back about on the it. Glider. Yeah, the glider. Yeah, it's a composite <laughs> glider. It's got like a 15, approximately 15 foot wingspan, composite fuselage. Um, and like I said, the 
I've got the horizontal stabilizer. The vertical stabilizer is obviously molded into the into the fuselage, but it's missing the elevator and the rudder. Um, so I think that'll be pretty easy to mock up and, and make, recreate. Um, and it doesn't have any landing gear. So I've either got to make a decision to just belly land it, which would be the easiest option, or to try to retrofit some kind of retract into it of some type. I'd go with hmm. skid it in. Just... Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at too. Just to keep it light. <laughs> um, but we'll see. The other thought, of, that's what I was telling Casey in our message the other day is like, got something that's probably going to be, he's going to be pretty excited about and uh, probably take it out to the mountain and throw it off the mountain too. Man, we got to find a hill that's a little closer. That is something that we need to do, is do the throw shit off the hill. Yeah. The problem I want to build this big fucking glider for that, too. (laughs) Throwing shit off the hill sounds fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know Casey's in. Larry and him were talking about it the other day, so... Yep. I know I know they're in on it. I've got that Ahi that's still in the box. I need to put it together. Uh, oh, those are easy. Thing. You don't even need a big hill for those. You just well, I've got one. I've had it for a year. It's been sitting in the box. I haven't touched it yet. It's gotta throw it together. I think Larry has an Ahi too that he hasn't flown yet. Yeah, it's hanging up on the wall in his shop. Right. Yeah, those don't take that much of a hill. Like just really good wind and some sort of lift, you're good to go. Right. Set my butt down and put it together. Well, we're getting into the time of the year where going to the mountain is probably the best option. Certainly here in a couple months. So I've got some combat wings I need to dig out. Man, with the wind we got here, you could you could slope a full scale F sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not F sixteen, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it yet. I still am never done the slope soaring thing, but uh, we did it as much as I like to bust the, Casey's balls about it. I'm actually I am interested it, in it. I just like to yeah, give him no, shit about it. it. It is pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this I'm I need to go pick up that big glider. Like I said, I've owned it before and uh I'm planning to go pick it up from the guy. I gave it away just to get it out of my shop a few years ago. Um but I got to thinking about it, I was like, uh, that sounds like a good project now that I've got a vacuum former and all this other shit. It's like I might as well get it back and fix it because I really don't think it would be just overly crazy to get going. Like I think I could probably fix it up relatively easy, but it would be a good, good project to learn some different techniques on. Do some vacuum bagging. Which that vacuum bagging video I sent you the other day, Jason? You said you knew about that. Um, yeah, the infusion. Yep. 
Yeah. What? So, what do you know about it? Because seriously, you don't know about infusion. New. No, oh, that's pretty Lord. new to me. No, we got a new <laughs> avenue. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a whole yeah, different, no. it's a whole different world, man. Yeah, all I had seen was uh, you know spreading resin out on the fiberglass and then vacuum bagging it with like peel ply and such. Um, yeah, you're in 1980. Yeah, no, <laughs> I hadn't seen this in whole like let's, infusion let's move build up process. To the new shit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried it yet myself. I've read about it, I've watched videos about it, but I haven't tried it yet. It looks fucking cool. Like just watching like it pull all the resin into the vacuum bag. Uh-huh. That looks way cool. And that they looks say like it does the, it perfect. Well, that's how they say you get the perfect ratio that way of uh resin to like. glass. Hmm. Yeah. Which of course makes your parts lighter and stronger. So so what I'm you're saying ready. is you want to try it out on this glider. <laughs> Man, I've got, I believe I have all the materials required to do it. See, Jason, I told you, sure. you should have stopped talking. You have a, um, go build your course there and be quiet. How, <laughs> how, many, how, how much uh, vacuum can your vacuum pump pull? Jay? You're not putting uh, that in it. Just calm down. So <laughs> I crush. I crushed a piece of uh, like well <laughs> EPP with it. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and I can get down to. I've actually seen it at 22, 23 bar. Oh at least. God, yeah, no, this is you. <laughs> you got all the stuff you need to make this work. Yeah, yeah, he's got the he's got the real deal, serious vacuum pump. Yeah, that yeah. vacuum pump is a beast. Yeah. If it'll do that, it. then yeah, you should do. You should try the fusion thing. How that whole conversation <laughs> of a vacuum pump didn't go sideways yet? I'm just, I'm amazed. To be completely honest, you got with that Corsair done yet? God, Marty. <laughs> I'm relabeling these 645 real quick here. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I've, I've drank most of your Dos Equis tonight, so <laughs> you dick. It's all right. I'm about halfway through more. this bottle of bourbon I've got right here. So, mm. yeah, those so that, that you left in my house have been—they're uh, almost gone. So that, they're nice and cold now. It's got the fridge. Oh in. yeah, I fixed my <laughs> refrigerator. Nice yeah. So <laughs> y'all remember I fixed my refrigerator in the house? Well, damn it! If I didn't have to fix my refrigerator in the shop too. And, uh, <laughs> hey, it was just a that, fan this time. Help. How fucked up was that when you were calling me with a crisis? <laughs> well, was it I actually close? worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Uh, you pointed me in the right direction, but it ended up being something that we didn't talk about. Um, they have, it's called a start device. It's essentially oh, a relay yeah, yeah. Yeah, on no, the compressor. And uh, mm-hmm. that was bad. And so for 40 bucks, I went over to Lawton and I bought a, a start device and a relay and I plugged it in the refrigerator and it's working still, knock on wood. So, so it's like a starter cap for AC type setup to kick yeah, the compressor. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, kind of. 
it but it plugs into the compressor yeah. it doesn't look like a capacitor it's it looks more like a relay right square um but uh but yeah so the compressor wasn't coming on like i i thought it was but whenever um i did some more research on it i found a video that actually laid out the exact symptoms and he's like yeah plug it in and if you don't hear this compressor hum and uh i was like huh yeah it's not doing that and he's like wait for this click you'll hear this click but then the compressor doesn't come on behind it and then my refrigerator did it like right as soon as the video did it and i'm like huh i'll be damned so yeah 40 bucks and i fixed it and the guy at the appliance uh, store that sells parts he was like yeah he told me how to check the the coil in the compressor with Mm a fluke meter yep and so i just checked it with that and it checked out good and then the so the one in the shop, what it was doing was you remember uh, when, when I talked to Jason, he had told me about there's a fan on the, uh, I guess it's the evaporator, the coils inside their freezer. Mm-hmm. And that fan wasn't working. And so the freezer was getting cold, but the refrigerator wasn't getting cold because there was no airflow from those coils down into the refrigerator. And uh, so... I uh, opened it up and I was checking, checking everything out. I'm like, okay, it's getting voltage to the fan, but the fan wasn't working. And then for whatever reason, I just like, I thumped it, you know, like, well, it to like spin it and it started spinning and it's been spinning ever since. So if it quits again, I know that it needs a fan motor, <laughs> but it's been working for a week. So, um, yeah, the beer went from, I don't know, 40 something degrees to, 30 something degrees or maybe it was 50 to 30 either way it's much much colder and much better cool so yeah. cold beer yeah, i would, been be, drank, though, I would so. be i would yes, be really beer. concerned about your beer fridge not working <laughs> well it's working now I like i'd it. be getting on amazon and ordering a fan motor mm, he fixed it we're fine yeah, I'll just go to the, no, the guy. I'll chance. go to the old man over in Lawton and get a motor from him, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. That's My cold it. beer is done gone, so I have to bring more anyway. Man, I, let me tell you about what me and Clint worked ourselves into. Oh, We didn't pay attention that New Year's Eve was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And oh, can't buy beer. <laughs> well, you can't go to a liquor store. And I swore that I had a almost full bottle of vodka at my house. And I'm still not convinced that Jason didn't find that when he was here at Duncan in June. Because I'm pretty sure that there was more in there at one point in time. And I think it might have got turned into Windex back in June. I was about to say, I think it got turned into Windex. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> I went to my freezer and I was like, oh, shit, there's like none left in here. And uh, then he had like really low part of two bottles, and uh, we bought some uh, orange juice and and then we had some other stuff to make Windex with, and we ended up we drank a little bit of it, and then we found digging through the cabinets, I found Michelle's stash of a uh, peach uh, crown, and we worked mm-hmm. it over pretty good New Year's Eve. So <laughs> I'm out <laughs> on the peach crown. Mix it with tea, maybe. Um, I just can't. We were, 
hate to say it, but we were kind of scrounging because we were like, <laughs> oh shit, the liquor stores were all closed. It's amazing what you drink when you want something to drink, right? Just fine. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, it's like my daughter when she goes, there ain't nothing here to eat. I said, no, you're just not hungry enough yet. When you get thirsty well, enough, you find been, something to drink. You've been buying her those steaks from United, and now she's all convinced that See? she can't have a regular I, fucking steak no more. I had to quit that, man. Go broke doing that shit. Yeah. Hey, he buys her good steak, and then he goes and gets a regular <laughs> steak. She's like, what's this shit? Uh, Don Huckle probably hadn't heard that. Story. Oh, that's what that's what happens. You take a person to H E B and then all of a sudden they can't eat anymore. Yeah. Well, I've been buying <laughs> you know? these fillets from United down here and they're uh-huh. they're excellent. And then one day I went cheap and bought a sirloin from over there and, and oh, I, I, get, I, I get I get it oh, off yeah, the grill, oh, dude. Yeah, no, no I was not, I was trying to pull a fast one on my daughter and it <laughs> yeah, dude, good she luck. she took about she took a bite and she was like, What the hell is this? <laughs> I was like, damn it. I've created a monster. You can't oh, go from filet to sirloin. I mean, the best <laughs> you can funny, do is dude. like prime was, choice ribeye. It was, hopefully they don't notice. It was great. <laughs> Just the look on her face, man, when she took it was worth it. It was completely worth the nine bucks I paid for that sirloin. Well, I think Brayson and Brindley did something similar. Didn't Brayson and Brindley you know, do something yeah. like that with the tortillas? And they're like, what are you trying <laughs> to put on us here? <laughs> Yeah, what are you trying to pull over on us? <laughs> it's happened many times. It happened last week. <laughs> Actually, it happened this week. The, the <laughs> New Year's Eve parties, everybody bought all the good fucking tortillas, and Lauren thought she could sneak some in on them. Didn't work so well for her. <laughs> it did not work well. It's like, these suck. Yeah, H E B tortillas will ruin you. <laughs> Absolutely, especially the butter ones. Oh no! Oh, shit. God, they're good. But yeah, she tried that literally like three, four days ago. Didn't go very well. Looks like Jason <laughs> muted himself. I'm like, damn, we are Major Kong. He's That's because he muted himself. He gave up and started sanding, probably. You're probably right, actually. I got to do something productive out here, dang it. <laughs> I'll say, we're pushing three hours. We probably ought to wrap yeah. this up anyway. Uh, we're right. at 11.15. I mean, I got to work I was tomorrow. trying to come up with, I only have to I go was trying to come up with some feet, intro music. But, you know. <laughs> right. I was trying to come up with some intro music this week. Um, I didn't come up with anything. I'll find I'm something. Just glad, I'm just glad that Kurt Bell, because... <laughs> He's on point. We had everything about dealing with him. <laughs> the popcorn thing came up. He's like, oh, I got to take a break and go make some. That was funny. <laughs> oh, I love geez. him. Like my, he's, he's basically my big brother. You know, like I love that guy. <laughs> but there are times where you're like, really, bro? Let's just hang in there for a little bit. Uh, Gotta eat. That right there, that's why Jason, that's why Token needs to go to to Jonah Hall. Right there. Because 
That is why you need to go. Dude, can you imagine me and and Jay running around in a fucking golf cart with a token <laughs> shirt on him? Oh, <laughs> like perfect. Oh my god, that would be great. Like, here we go, guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, we, we got so much hurt. Let's go talking with Let's, Kurt and Tom you know, and hey, everybody Jason, else out there. Yo. Jason, the, the best fun is the scale line. You, right. you just go up there and you hang out with those guys and you find out what they're into because everybody's got an airplane that they love. Like, I know a guy oh, that yeah. loves I know a guy that loves B-52. I don't know if you've <laughs> heard of him, but I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're really? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to find that little little bit of subject matter, and then you sit there and hang out with them, and it, it, it's the time of your life. It, literally, so much fun. Absolutely. Just don't Speaking tell them you're from the FAA. <laughs> <laughs> you know that will. That will kill us. That will kill the party. But if we show you got to tell people that way more than I do. <laughs> he works for three. That's not the first time I've been accused of that. <laughs> he's like, it's funny. Is like Jason cringes if I mention it. And he's like, ah, why don't you say that? I'm like, oh, what are you ashamed of? It's your job. It's, it's not a big deal. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's good. But Joe, no, it is. Literally like that. Like, look, let's just get on a golf cart, head to the north, find the guys. If there's lights going, show up, introduce yourself. Instantly, you got friends from God knows where. <laughs> Pretty much forever. Like they, they, they're like it's a, it's an instant community bonding thing. And somebody's bound to do something really stupid that's going to be hysterical. No, that's down the 3D line. I, I do induce that, but I'm telling you. Yeah. But joking aside, it is really fun to go hang out and meet like-minded people and find out oh, if they're from freaking Rhode Island. It's like, oh, that's a state? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. And um, then you, you find guys from Canada. It's like, well, they let you down here. <laughs> <laughs> These type of things. You know? Let y'all in. <laughs> they confiscate your maple syrup at the border. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> no, we can come down here. We can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were able to leave a Tim Hortons to come to this. <laughs> Exactly. You got any coffee? Because I hear that's really good. And then you, you only go back if having, you take. <laughs> you end up having really good coffee from Tim Morton's, which actually is pretty damn good. Don't tell him I said that, but it is pretty <laughs> solid. You can only go back if they take Justin Bieber with him. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's not from Canada, is he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, okay. pretty sure. I showed you how shows you how much I know about the beeps. I don't have any clue. <laughs> wow, just the fact that you call them that is enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. don't know. So yeah. Anyway, on our Joe Noah promotion, 
everybody should go. And if you do go, make sure you get go talk to people. Don't sit in your own little bubble and not go around. You know that that's the key. Everybody, oh, yeah. that's that's the thing that happens all the time. As you go to Jonah, it's like these are the people that you already know. There's ten thousand people just like you to the left and right of you. Just go find somewhere where there's a a fire pit going and just hang out, and you're going to learn a lot about. Them. And more than likely, you're going to make some lifelong friends. Sounds good to me. Yep. Yeah. And but know your cultures, William White, and don't offer ribs to Jews. So yeah. wow. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot did, about that. Man. Okay, well. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> He's like, well, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah, he's just yeah, offering everybody hey, food, man. Hey, he what wrong. he does. <laughs> I'm not I'm not wrong, but William was a little off. Uh, yeah. Maybe you need to judge your audience. <laughs> yep, know your audience, man. <laughs> However, <laughs> I had a great time hanging out with that dude because everywhere he goes is a party. Like he's yeah, having yeah. fun, no matter where he's at. So <laughs> I had so much fun hanging out with him. But to witness him offer ribs, he's <laughs> like, yeah, he's juice. like, we got some ribs. It's we like, got some ribs cooking like, down there, and they're like, thank you, whole, but we can't we eat that. A, and I'm like, we got a whole pig I'm, in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <man. laughs> We're yeah, just sitting no, there talking to him about. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was spectacular. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, um, right. another thing, I wanted to throw a, a promotion out there. Uh, something that I got here recently, uh, I think since the last show. Uh, Ryan Mowry with the uh, After Dark Designs. Yep. I want to mention him on the show just because Jason. Is responsible. Don Huckle is responsible for introducing me to Ryan and uh, super good guy. Uh, I really enjoyed hanging out with him up at Rolla. And here a few weeks ago, I was taking some pictures and I don't know, talking about something. I think it was when I was putting the jet together. And I realized I'm like, hey, I've got a wall in the background of this picture that's just plain white with nothing on it. And so I hollered at uh, at Ryan and he put me some stickers slash signs together. Um, so I've been populating the wall with, I've got a Holy Smokes and a Fortitude RC sign put up here. Thanks to him. Uh, plus his, his deal after dark designs, like I said, and uh, he's got a Facebook page. Of, he's got a website. I think it's, it's after dark designs.com. I think so. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm looking sure at it. it. He he had a big sale going and some posts on Facebook, um, but yep. uh, that may be a specific link. So you meant to look at that. But but yeah, afterdarkdesigns.com. I hadn't gotten to see those those yet because they were running around the country 
stuck in St. Louis for three weeks or something stupid. Oh uh, yeah, and that's I right. I didn't get to. Yeah, I had to make some phone uh, calls yeah, about that. Thanks one. to anyway. Actually, that one's thanks to Matt. Yeah, thank you for that because these things got stuck in the uh, a perpetual loop in uh, St. Louis yeah, for like three weeks. Helps to have friends that work at the postal service, so I thank Chris for that one. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to start good. making phone calls. I'm like, dude, can you tell me what's happening here? Anyway, it was it was Yeah, he big he had to go push some buttons on the back end to get these things to, out of St. Louis. They were literally stuck in St. Louis for like three weeks. Um it was getting pretty bad. But uh yeah, anyway, Ryan hooked me up. He he couldn't get a response out of the post office over there, the distribution center or whatever and and all of a sudden they magically appeared. Great. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. And for those that were at Superfly, um, the stickers that uh, that Jason got for that were uh, done by Ryan as well. So um, he's so if you, if you guys have seen those, that's a little piece of his work. He does good, and um, and he's a good guy. So if you're looking for just graphics or something like that, uh, holler at Ryan. He's got some pretty kick-ass airplane graphics, so, and I think he does a little bit of everything for that matter. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, if you got a business, you need shit wrapped. All yep. that stuff. He's he's on it. He's definitely yep. um, got some really cool stuff. Yeah, and he's got good pricing. You know, I uh, I didn't. I didn't ask I him for anything special. Yeah, I, I didn't ask him for anything special, and I felt like the pricing was very, very fair. So good pricing, good products, easy guy to deal with. And uh, he's a hell of a pilot for that matter, too. So uh, I always like to support our friends in the hobby. Um, that's yeah. why we have Jason, Don Hockle, and Kurt on here today. Um, and Kurt didn't actually get into one of the things I thought we were going to talk about. Maybe we'll do that next time. Um but anyway, support your uh, your local or support your guys, you know, the people in the hobby that, uh, that help make all this happen. Yep, all your buddies that are in the hobby, man. Send Everybody's got business. little businesses. Mm-hmm. A lot of our a lot of guys have little businesses and and uh, we appreciate you guys supporting those. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's it's a small world, you know. I think uh, Don Ockle and I have talked about this before. Um, like all the major art companies are actually like five guys. Yeah. The hobby, you know, the hobby in itself is way too small to, to not take care of your other guys in the hobby. Honestly. Exactly. It's just, you know, the whole, the whole group of people that fly across the country is just, you know, there's not enough to, to, alienate one or the other and not take care of each other so absolutely it's kind of unfortunate that we're at this stage of the game where you can't have a corporation helping support it because when I started flying it was corporations that were supporting it and you know what it it's just a, it's just a different time. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I think the perception is is that a lot of times these are big corporations and when they're actually like two dudes. Yeah. So it's like three guys in a warehouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it, it's <laughs> oh, perceived yeah. as this big company and it's it's not. Well, it's, well, there was a time where it was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not that way now. Not now. Yeah. Not now. No, sure. outside, not of, way outside of Horizon it's, Hobby, it's all small business. Even Horizon's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So it's it's pretty much just if you need to know who you're buying your product from, good possibility you just go to fly in and you're going to meet them. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 That's it. I mean, and I think that's why I like Jonah all so much too, for that matter. We keep talking about it, but that's one of the reasons I like it so much is you go there and you can meet all of these guys. Like they're all there. The people that run the companies are there. The owners, the developers, the, you know, like they're there. Um, you know, major engine, engine manufacturers, ARF manufacturers, like they're yeah, all no, They're there. Don't yep, know yep. the spot. If you want to go talk to the guy you're buying stuff from, they're there. Yep. For sure. So. Yep, yep. For sure. But anyway, cool. with that being said, uh, I don't think I got much else. It's been a it's been a good time. Glad to have uh, Don Hockle and, and Kurt on here. Appreciate yeah. you guys calling in. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep, for sure. Don't forget about Token. <laughs> I'm here all the time. He's always there. <laughs> you know, have to schedule around him. It depends on what beach in Costa Rica or somewhere that he's, you know, broke yeah, down at. Exactly. You know, that you know what? We have to time it around him. You know why? Be like that, actually, <laughs> so because of you and I, actually, <laughs> uh, we were busy last week and had some stuff going on. Otherwise, he would have been in Atlanta. And that's like the most normal place he's been at in a long time. Yeah, that's just yeah. I think that was against his will that he was there. Must have been. Yeah, uh, well, no, Atlanta's okay. I don't mind it. Which nobody, I've been meaning, no, nobody wants to be in Atlanta. No, I've been meaning <laughs> to try to go visit Extreme Flight while I was there. Yeah, they're a little bit north of Atlanta. I got a rental car. I, what are you about? I figured you'd been hollering at Tyler Perry. You know. <laughs> He's a jet guy, you know. I figured y'all would be on the connect on the same level. Uh, yeah, I just, I just well, call him up whenever I want, you know. You don't know Tyler? You don't have a cell phone number? Where you can just, uh, hey, not, bro, let's, <laughs> let's go hang out. I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. <laughs> wow. we, need, we need to talk him into having an event at his field. His field looks yeah. way cool. Yeah, Man, I like he's, real, he's real open. To, let's just yeah, go sure, to I'm, the back. It's I'm, in his backyard. I'm sure he's real open to that. <laughs> I sent him a message one time. I never got a response. <laughs> he's like, delete. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I asked if I could interview him. You know, was, you know, but that was before Rami did, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, anyway. Who, who, who's on FTG? Hmm? Did I miss somebody who's on the FTG list? <laughs> Maybe. No, not really. You pretty much know about him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Is Remy on the FTG list? Really? 
No. Yeah, that's if, cool. if he fuck if he turned fucking Jason down, then yeah. I'm not even sure he ever oh. saw the message, man. It probably went to some secretary somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're probably right. So I was at Joe Nall when that guy showed up with his security guards and the whole nine yards when Colton was his little pit bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it became yeah. real clear. It's like, yeah, this guy. I didn't have any inclination of ever talking to the dude because I was too busy having my own fun. But right. <laughs> every time that the opportunity presented itself, it was more of a um, um, PR type thing, you know? Hmm. Which. It- I think that was Colton that was doing that because I don't know for sure, but long story short, I actually met the guy and I shook his hand and I didn't even know who the fuck he was until we started looking it up. It's like this guy literally started his own version of Hollywood in Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Like you, you really look it up. Like uh, he, the reason that I hate him is because he's just like us. He he decided like, no, I'm not dealing with this LA bullshit. I'm going to start my own Hollywood. He's got his own studios that are that covers all of Atlanta. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. The guy's insane. Doing pretty well at it too. Yeah. And what's funny working, about this? It seems is, to be working for him. You know. What's funny about this is Colton told me that he worked for for at one time, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know who that is." And he's like, "You know the Medea movies?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I never watched them." He's like, "Well, that guy." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and yeah. I, I've never well, seen one of his movies ever, and so like all we would have to talk thing, about is airplanes. Trust yeah, me, but what's, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I think that would be a about perfectly normal. I think that would be a perfectly normal conversation. I, I don't give a shit yeah. about his fame. Like, let's talk about jets. Right. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> He's got so, a whole no. hangar full of them. Yeah. Uh, when I go to when I no, go to Atlanta, he, our hangar is actually uh, about two doors down from where he hangers some of his aircraft. Nice. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. He, I'm not saying anything bad about that guy per se, but I'm just telling you that he he is an airplane addict. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. And, he, and yeah. he's also a airplane addict that is very cautious of anybody that comes around him because well, he's just so used to people trying to take advantage of his fame and money I can understand that. and all yeah. that stuff. So I can imagine. But um, no, he's definitely one of us, which is awesome. See, I'd be more like, fucking bring that bitch down low, drag the belly. Come on. No, he's not scared <laughs> to send it. Just drag the belly. He, no, yeah. you don't. You don't have to tell him. He's not scared to send it. Yeah, he was out there on the main line doing the same shit we were doing with your RV8, man. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We can get along just fine. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. It's no problem. <laughs> he, he doesn't care. He's like he was totally in that in that zone. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I think it's just fun that he actually went to the journal. You know, yeah, that, that is actually kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So badass. Absolutely. Sorry, but, Matt. I'm probably wrecking your audio quality here. Nah, you're fun. Uh, he'll be fussing at me because I was doing stuff all night. Nah, I didn't hear any of that either. It hadn't <laughs> mattered up till now. It's not going to start mattering now. So. <laughs> We're like 37 right. episodes in and you know, nobody's gave a crap so far. So Yeah, I saw your fucking post. Do y'all like short episodes or long episodes? Yeah, because so. I want to know if I have to cut this some bitch <laughs> in half or not. Because here we and I put under there because oh, a couple people were like, Oh, you know, it don't matter. I said, Well, if these guys don't shut the hell up, some bitch is getting cut in half anyway. And right. sure enough, well, we're cut at three and a half hours, and so it's gonna cut, be cut it, in half. Cut it in half when Kurt said, Oh, I'm I gotta go to bed. Yep. That's the perfect spot. <laughs> like, well, Kurt signed off. Yep. Use that as your as your. Uh... Stay tuned for next week when we have the <laughs> shit talking no. about Kurt episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is where Kurt couldn't hang anymore. Episode episode two. <laughs> Kurt has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what it will be. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Problem solved itself. See? It's just, it yeah. just resolved itself. That's there, exactly right. There we go. I ain't even got to oh, think man. up a title for this one. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. So right when Kurt says, look, guys, just, man, I'm really feeling a little sleepy. I ran out of popcorn. I, I, can't, go. I can't really hang in there that much longer. I got to go. Yeah. And then that's it. And then wait for a week. And then wait for a week, yeah. <laughs> and then let us have our fun talking shit to each other. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Fine. It'll be perfect. Fine. It's no big deal. I'm going to tell you right now, Lauren's not going to be pleased with my plumbing job. <laughs> She's not going to be impressed. <laughs> Oops. Like, Is it functional? Laying pipe, Don <laughs> no, it's not oh. functional at all. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, you might have a problem then. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about bending the rubber from behind. I'm talking about the... Back to the vacuum pump and the... Anyway, whatever. All that stuff, yeah. No... She's got a little bit of a dimensional problem here. Her sink's too far away from the fucking drain. <laughs> mm. yeah, I hate when that happens. And the health department's coming tomorrow and they're going to be all pissed oh. off. Mm. Fucking buy them off with a bunch of those cupcakes. They'd be fine. Right. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, she actually has a bunch of them bought off from the... <laughs> On sugar. <laughs> She's like a cupcake oh, king fan. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. She's... <laughs> That's terrible. I'm, I'm pretty proud of her. I'm like, 
Dude, but, I swear, uh, like there's no way her hell. bakery is like a place to do dumb shit. <laughs> like you want to make a moron of yourself, go to Lauren's bakery. So Mo eats one of the plastic macaroons. And I tried and then I tried to throw the I tried to throw trash into the do the food donation barrel. She's like, that's oh. not trash. That's not like she said like three times before it registered. Like, oh shit. I'm throwing trash into something that's not trash. <laughs> they got like this like food donation drive thing and and it's in a red trash can. Well, but anyway. Yeah, it says, you know, <laughs> which did the hell drive on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I completely ignored the sign. <laughs> so, yeah. Never fails. Dude, to something dumb every time we go there. <laughs> Lauren's like, what kind of fucking idiots are you hanging out with? <laughs> oh, she knows. This is nothing new. Uh, our question probably was, was he like this before he met you? Or did you do this? Did you do this? Are you responsible for this? Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Wrap us up. It's right, like so, 11.45. So. Yeah, it's time to go. All right, sirs. Yep. All right, guys. Enjoyed it. Yep. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Kurt, for being on. And uh, we will holler at y'all next time, man. Y'all have a good evening. See ya. See ya.